The Waddle and Sylvie podcast is brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Sign up using promo code WMVP at sportsbook.draftkings.com. Right, lots of thank yous on this uh, fun football Friday. Football feast at Buffalo Wild Wings. We're going to be out and about at a lot of these throughout the course of the football season, so stay tuned. Thank you to Miller Lite and everyone uh, that came on out to have a good time, and we're going to give away those Bears tickets for Sunday in just a little bit. Thanks to Charlie Bevins with us here, our engineer on site, Black and Abdallah, back at the shop. Thanks to Chris Chelios for joining us. Yeah, we appreciate Getting that. Getting number thank seven you. retired on February 25th. Good, good man. going to be man. awesome. And uh, I love the – he said he saw 10 minutes of Bedard, and he was like, oh, boy. Yeah. So that's good. That's exciting. And, and let's remember, we keep call, talking about Conor Bedard. There's a second first-round pick. Well, the kid from last year, yeah. Nazer plus Korchinski. No, the 19th pick. Oh, oh you mean from this year? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, 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 yes. I'm sorry, yeah. I mean, if and this guy, two from last year, everybody if this guy was good. drafted by any other team, oh, yeah. he'd be celebrated as, look yeah. what this guy's going to be able to do, and everybody's forgetting about him. Hopefully they're on the way you back. Guys Thanks. need to, our expertise. Do you need us to pop in and talk Yeah, we're going to need the hockey talk from Waddle and Sylvie. Thanks to Zetterman and uh, Mike North for jumping on as well. And it's time for the hockey show. Yeah. Uh, Waddle and Sylvie Crosstalk is brought to you by Hawthorne Betting Bars, featuring horse racing video slots and sports betting throughout Chicagoland. Back at the shop, the boys are getting set to get you home. Let's bend some blades and sharpen fry. some sticks before we get out there, huh? Did you say bet some blades? Bend some blades. Bend yeah. some blades. Did you do that on purpose? Yeah. No. It makes more no, sense. bet some blades? What? No, uh-uh. What was, what was Northy talking about a shocker? What? I, all I heard was I got in the air, the... Uh, what kind of, did he have a shocking play? He well, make? he doesn't usually do prop bets. That's okay. why. Right. Yeah, he's not much of a prop player, but he All gave I out heard, a prop. I just heard Northy say shocker, and I I got the the oh yeah, and I was like, what the Northy? What prop bet? That's okay. all. Gotcha. Yeah, he doesn't do that often. All right, no other shockers, my okay. friend. No. Um, how are you, boys? We're great. Excellent. Yeah. It's You're up in our neighborhood today. Up in your hood is right. Yeah. Uh, no Christian Watson on Sunday. I like it. How and about the line, that? The line moved a bit. Yeah, it I, did up a half point. Yeah. yeah, went to one and a half. You know, yeah. for a little while yesterday, it was down to a half point. How about that? We no. asked for people, didn't we, yesterday? Was it two days ago when we were asking for the people that Shea said were out there in, in bulk that would rather see the Bears beat the Packers twice and only win seven games versus those that would rather lose to the Packers twice but win ten games and go to the postseason. I want to hear from the people now that that are upset that Christian Watson is out because they want to beat the Packers at full strength because it doesn't mean as much. I hope their entire team catches the flu. Yeah, me too. Well, that's that's kind of mean, but okay, I, maybe that was a little harsh. You um, got a you got a cold, dark heart, Waddle. I'm just saying. <laughs> you know, my point is, is I want a dub. I want a dub on Sunday. You want I don't a care dub. how we get it. No, of course not. You'll so, take it. I'm just saying. You want to make my a point. statement? Yeah, make a statement. Hey, like Sylvie said, make a statement that it's your turn to start uh, getting into this rivalry here. It's time to get into this rivalry again. This is not a rivalry. It hasn't been for right. 15 years. Like this is not a rivalry. And it was barely that. It was barely that in the last, uh, this century. For a little yeah. bit there, as we documented, you know, around 04, 05, 06. Right. Uh, but Listen, in the last 30 years, it's barely been a rivalry. Get that, back in it. 16 that, years ago. With, with, with Wani, it was not a rivalry. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's barely been in the last 30 years, Sylvie. Listen, barely. I, I, so get back in it. I get what, what, what the Bears are chirping about. Fine. Razul Douglas was asked about the rivalry. He said, what rivalry? I've never lost to the Bears. Right. 
Their so, rivalries with the Vikings, guys. Not right. not the Bears. Not us. So not Bears fans. Let's introduce them to a new era of Chicago yes. Bears football. Yes. yes, yes, yes. I agree with you. I was looking at some props, guys, uh, and was thinking about playing uh, Justin's rushing total. It's pretty high. It's, well, it's, it's, what is it? It's, it was around 57, wanna, did you 57 say? 57 and a half yards. How about how many snaps do you have for Nate Davis? Like four and a half? Uh, Over, come under? on now. What? Come on. What do you think Chase Claypool's total is uh, for receiving yards? 37. I guessed, good kid, I, go, guessed, go, I, go. Guessed, I guessed 23. I'll guess 39. 15 and a half. Wow. Jesus. So look, if you think, like, that that's, could be one catch. Yep, that, that could be that, one that, catch. That, one, that one could be one middle. quick screen. Yeah, one over the middle. Uh, I, like, I'm, I'm going to lay off it. Really? I'm going to lay off it, yeah. Unless you, you know can what? boost that up I'm to like wow, plus 200. Wow, really? Now, look, there's some – it's it's minus 130. So, but 15 and a half well, well, yards. Time, time if Chase Claypool can't go for 16 yards. I don't know that he'll get out of warm-ups. Oh, like, come on. I'm just saying, like, I, what, what do you think Darnell Mooney's is? Uh, maybe Darnell, I'll say 39. I'm uh, not, I don't do the prop bet thing very I well. I don't prop bets. 39? I'm going to say 32. And I, that's low. Yerk? 35. 29 and a half. Okay, what's DJ Moore, Sylvie? I, I, I 65. Just, I just played DJ Moore. I just played the over on DJ Moore. What is it? So we, you guessed what? I guess 65. Mm, I mean, tr- going on where the, I don't know if it's that high based on where these other, their number two receiver is not even at 30 yards. Right. I mean, right. uh, his number one, that's not going to be you're, 62. You're if, sniffing this out, Carm. You're doing fi- a good. 52 and a half. Yerk? I'll say 40. 49 and a half. Wow, okay. So they, they, they don't yeah. have a receiver wow. whose who's total, the over-under, is above 50 yards wow. to bat on. Look, they're going to try to, get, A, get him involved because he's their best player. The quarterback is probably going to look his way more times than not, especially if he finds himself in duress. I think there are going to be plenty of opportunities for DJ Moore to catch footballs. Now, I'd probably, out of all of them, I'd probably feel best betting DJ Moore's over. I would that's, as well. I, that's why I played that. And yeah. then, how about this Khalil Herbert? Now, we saw he doesn't have good hands. But, like, a screen pass for Khalil Herbert out of the, you know, we, we talked I, about. And I think they will use the screen, screen game quite a bit. So what do you think his receiving total is? Mm, no. He, he took one to the house. He did. Uh, I know. Herbert, for Herbert? Opener. Yeah, Herbert. I mean, 15. Are so fi- I'm going to say 12. I'd say five yards. 15. Eight and a half. Eight and a half. Like, okay. I, I'm going to play that too. Like that's a, if you can't, you got to hook up with him on a screen for 10 yards. Well, I mean, think about it as well. Like, like this is where I think you, you got to put your, you know, your helmet on and think about this. First of all, again, like I said, I think that there is going to be a concerted effort from the coaching staff and by the quarterback to get the ball to DJ Moore. So I like your play on DJ Moore being over. And what does this offense really consist of? They run the ball, they they boot, they move the pocket, they they throw the screens. So I'm with you 100. percent I what, think that. What are the over unders for my guy Rashkan Johnson? 
a good question. Yeah, I mean, look, that's that's what I'd want to. I'd want to wager on that because they got to be like two and two. I, I don't know if he's listed even. And I would take both here. overs. Mm, I would not be good kid. Both if, they, if there was a play for which running back would get the most snaps by week seven, I would go Roshan Johnson. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, I like think a long term play. Well, I think that, I think that he's the he's really the it, only one in their backfield it, it, that can do a little bit of all it, of if, it. If I had to bet, uh, a which week will Jameer Gibbs get more touches than David Montgomery? I'll bet next week. Week two. Week two. Yeah. yeah, I'll bet week, next week, week two. <laughs> they only have Herbert and uh, Deontay Foreman listed. Yeah, that makes sense. What a shame. Yeah, that does. I think my guy Rashkan can get five and five. Um, what did you guys think of? Last night, and specifically, you know, you're like Yurko made a good point about it's bizarre to see Andy Reid kicking field goals at the uh, on fourth and short at the edge of the red zone. Well, I heard but, you guys, and I think that Johnny's right. I think that you that's think he's direct, right. Yeah, I think that, that that's it. That's why that without Travis Kelsey, who is the ultimate, you know, guy in that spot, maybe he just was more inspired to take the points. Hmm, I, that would be the only reason why I would think Andy Reid would decide to do it's that. So on Andy Reid and KC, yeah. isn't it? I mean, that's how much he means to him. And then the fourth and twenty-five, like that's still to me. I, no matter how he tries to explain it, and he really didn't. I mean, it, it just doesn't make a lot of the sense. The only thing I could think about that was is they were like, "Look, we still have the three timeouts, and there's still some time. So even if we don't get this." We're still, if we play defense, going to get a shot to get the ball back. I would not have done that. I, I I'd have punted it and tried to pin them because it was a one-point game. And if you do make the stop instead of... Right, then you're a field goal away. Yes. Instead of a touchdown away, Correct. you know? That's the way I would have. It's bizarre. I mean, there aren't many fourth and 25 plays in the playbook, right, Tommy? That's, <laughs> That's right. I mean, you know with what it full- is? It's it's you're you're looking for either a miraculous catch or a penalty or, or a penalty. Yeah, yeah. I guess like you're you guys right. said, look, I mean, when when Andy Reid says, "Well, I just thought it was best for our team," you go, "Okay, he's Andy Reid." Yeah. I mean, he's, he's not going to be right about everything, but right. like when he says it, it makes more sense than if Nagy had stepped to the microphone and said anything. The best, uh, the best line of the night was Chris Collinsworth at the start of the game announcing that America was about to learn a, yes. of Patrick Mahomes. It's unbelievable. Well, Do we? Meller said the same thing earlier in the week. Meller's like, we're going to really find out now who Patrick Mahomes is. Well, no, we did, though. That was the whole point. No, we did. He's great. He, he was fantastic. That's the point. That is exactly the point, though. Kadarius Tony running around dropping balls. Sky Moore being uh, out of well, alignment. We, but that has nothing to do with, with Patrick Mahomes. No, but Mahomes. that's my point is how far can you get with Patrick Mahomes? I know he's the best quarterback, but when you... When you take away every last weapon, no, that, but that's not what Collinsworth meant. Yeah, no, but that's what that's what I was saying. No, that's what that Meller meant. As good as Mahomes, but Collinsworth is, didn't mean that. You Collinsworth was him. saying it as like, "Hey, America, get ready to watch this Patrick Mahomes." Collinsworth is lost. <laughs> I mean, what? You still would have beaten them without their second and third best player. If a receiver would have made a damn catch last night. But that's yes. the whole point, Sylvie, is that without Kelsey, without Tyreek Hill, at a certain point, you exhaust your, your scouts to do something, and nobody has found a solution. You can't they, take everything away from Patrick Mahomes and expect him to win Super Bowls. Wow. They yeah. won a Super Bowl without Tyreek Hill, so Tyreek Hill's gone. Yeah. No, but Kelsey, Yurko, they also Kelsey's Kelsey. the key cop. Yeah, that's so the key. And, and, here, and the here's key the deal cop. for them. Kelsey's 35, and he's still fabulous. But there's going to come a point in time with Kansas City where Patrick Mahomes' career is going to go on for a much longer time. They've got to find somebody that will replace Kelsey when Kelsey leaves. And I'm not saying he can't play now because he's still fabulous. But you've got to find that guy. Who's your next Kelsey? And it doesn't have to be a tight end. 
but it's got to be a receiving a difference maker. Yeah. Right. Somebody he relies and, and, and somebody trusts and it makes a will. difference. They'll yes. trade for somebody, but the, the <clears throat> it wasn't just drops. It was one of the drops resulting in a pick six. Yeah. Yes, like, right it, in his it, hand. You know what I mean? It wasn't just oh, we've got a bunch of bad receivers. Some of the one of the drops turned into seven points for Detroit. Yes, it's the a difference game, in the game. Different difference in the game. Rasheed Rice might be the guy he by by week eight he yeah. might be trusting Rasheed Rice more yeah. than any of them. Could to be, be. honest, Boy, they, they get some tight ends in there that can still play. Like he, yeah, sure. I mean, there's some guys that that he's the look. It's the first game of the season, and guys who normally have some guys have made some plays didn't make plays for you. Right. So, mm-hmm. like, if you're in Kansas City right now, you're disappointed, but you're not panicking. Well, of course not. Just remember what no. Christian Watson looked like in his first right. game for the Packers last year. His first five games, Sylvie. Yeah. yeah. You know? You remember remember he dropped that bomb? Uh, the, yes. The, the, yeah. the first deep play yeah. of the game. Right. First and, play. And then Rodgers was sick of him then. Yeah, right, exactly. Rodgers is already done with him. Sunday's going to look like a guy in street clothes because he's not playing. He's out. Yeah. So what did they – And then then Nagy, too. Like, that was for sure a Nagy call. I mean – The third – the jet sweep? Yeah. Totally. Why take the ball out of Patrick Mahomes' hands? At what point does Andy say – like, look, I mean, you you know, you've got your guys. You've got guys who, like, Andy's obviously got great affinity for him. Like, he's told us that. He brought him back the minute – Nagy got fired. At what point does Andy Reid say, like, all right, enough? Are we I'm, sure I'm, that Nagy was calling the plays last night, though? I think it was a combination. It sure looked the like bad it. The ones he was. And, and, the, <laughs> and, and it's hard to imagine Andy Reid dialing up a jet sweep on yeah. third and one. I don't know. I, I mean, it, I it sure look. looked like it at times. When does Andy just say, I, 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 Matt, I can't do this. I'm going to have to call all the plays. I mean, you know. Uh, you next think, week? Maybe. I think it, when they get into tight situations late, I bet last night, like late in the game, the, Andy takes the play sheet away. Probably. Probably. Well, look, Matt took the play sheet away from himself twice in his career. His, I mean, think about, the, think about so, the last time he called plays in Kansas City. They were blowing a huge lead in the playoff Right, game. against the, ti- uh, uh, the Titans. Okay, that's the last time he called plays there. Then the Bears experience. Then he goes back, because, again, Andy does like him. He's told us how much he thinks of Matt. He goes back fine. He's a position coach again, basically, right? I don't know what else. Maybe he helped in the passing game coordinator. I, I think it was just QB coach, if I'm not mistaken. I hope I have that right. With Biennemi gone, he's elevated again. I mean, is he, like, to what degree is he calling plays? And, and at some point, you really got to wonder if Andy just doesn't say, I don't care how much I like you. This is no Gouda. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to have to do this. I'm going to have to call all the plays. The I, other question I have from last night is, when did Juwan Taylor get football immunity? Uh, dude, and when did he I, sign I, as a slot receiver? I have no idea. You're, I mean, that was the, the most – I couldn't believe it. And that they weren't calling it. Carm, we were talking about it upstairs. Yeah. Like, A, they weren't calling it, but that's Dan Campbell has to go to the official and say, guys, this is not allowed. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. He's got to be sitting there belaboring and, 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 the point. And maybe he was. I don't know. I mean, maybe that's why they finally called one late on him. Maybe I that, no, Carm, I, They didn't call an illegal formation. That's true. That's true. That's true. They never called an illegal formation. procedure because he got off. Yeah, you could have thrown true. that flag five times five on times. him getting off the snap. Five times. It, it was, was unbelievable. Oh, 
I've never seen all, anything like it. And by the way, Johnny, you could I mean, you could explain this better than it. When you've got Aiden Hutchinson coming off the edge, there's no way he's getting over the top of that tackle because the tackle's already two yards back. And then they were keeping somebody like on the inside to chip him. Like yeah, he yeah. was running around and he's, he's a fantastic player. But Boy, there was this. And if they go back and they take a look at uh, how, how long Jared Goff held the ball. And you go back on the average, like all the pass plays that he had go back. Wait, Goff or Mahomes? Uh, no, Jared Goff. Okay, Goff. Well, who am I talking about? I thought we were talking about Juwan Taylor. Yeah, the no, way no, he was yeah, yeah, right. So when Mahomes goes back right. there and you Mahomes. look at the average yeah. time getting yes. rid of the ball, the release time, you'll look, even if there's nobody blocking Hutchinson there, that it'd be tough to get to the quarterback yes. on about 80% of the plays anyway because the ball's there and it's out on rhythm. You know what I'm saying? Yes, that's true. It's just it's unfair when his right tackle is lined up like a slot receiver and he's getting a quick head start on everyone. They've almost solidified it at that point, right? If you're allowed to do that and, uh, you know, you go back, there was a concerted effort always to have that head back up there. There was no effort whatsoever. I mean, you used to see guys, they'd have that left leg in the front, they'd have that right Right leg in the back, but the head would be way forward. Yes. Um, because they wanted to comply with the rule. Right. There was zero attempt no. to comply with anything It was yesterday. one of the wilder things it I've was, seen. It was, we dare you to call it. It was all game. And if you call it, maybe it, we'll make an adjustment. It really was yes. something. The head, the, every player's head has to be at the, like what, the, the waist of the center. Yeah, the yeah. waist of the center. It was easy to see from any angle that yeah. they weren't complying. They weren't even close. I was just going to say, if like, I, look, if, if, they could use all the help they can get if absolutely. they're not calling this stuff. Absolutely. I'm telling Wright and Braxton Jones, you know what? Line up in the backfield for yeah, crying right. out loud. Yeah, exactly. It was wild, dude. I think our guards that, could use some help, too. Maybe that we could aided, sneak that, a player or two onto the field. That they're doing Hutchinson's, it with the depth chart. Why not try it on the field? Right. Why not? Yeah. Put up 12 guys on there. 13. Hutchinson's got a nice motor, man. I tell you. He's got. He's uh, a fantastic player. He's really he got. Really is. Like, he's something, dude. Yeah, they're a good a team. I, I still believe if guys do their jobs, the Chiefs, I could still make a great case the Chiefs should win that game. Yeah. But the Lions are a good football team. No, I'm not overreacting and telling you that they're a 13 win team. They're a good, complete football team. And I heard, I heard you guys talk about the Chiefs, too, about. Yurko was saying about what the other division teams are going to do against them. Don't forget, next week, I think it's a Monday night game, the, the Chiefs go to Jacksonville. They go to Jayville, yeah. So that's going to be a really tough game for them, too, and maybe they hold Kelsey out another week. The Bears may get a very angry yes. Chiefs team in week three. And you may get one that has Chris Jones as part of their defense as well. And they may be 0-2 they, at that time. Yeah. They, they, they may, but they also might get the Chiefs in week three still without Kelsey and Jones. Could be. Could be. And this is going to be the time to play him, maybe. So that'll be interesting to follow over the next couple of weeks. All right, boys, what's up on the show today? We're packed. And, um, U.S. Open tennis, that's what we're talking about. No, don't, just don't say that when I'm talking. Coco. Coco, man. Coco's awesome. Coco Goff. Coco's the winner. Coco's great. Well, how about this guest list? We have Tom Thayer at three. Nice. We have Rob Domofsky uh, with Packers angle. And uh, that's Christian great. Watson is out. He. Uh, Rob Domofsky will join us at 4. Greg Olson, who is doing the game on television awesome. at 4.30. He's our guy. Uh, I know Yurko loves that he's our guy. I know Yurko will love when I Ooh. quote Greg Olson. Greg's great. Do whatever you want. Yes. You know it's that. your show. Do whatever you want. <laughs> Greg's really good. I like Yeah, him. Greg's fantastic. He's um, good when he's on with you guys. Too. Obviously, mm-hmm. what to watch for. We've got Like It, Love It. 
Um, some Bears conversation, 312-332-3776. But good news. I think today was a good day for the Bears on the injury report. Yes. Uh, both sides, for the yes. Bears and yes. for uh, the Packers. And we'll play what Eberflus had to say about Nate Davis, who is back. Uh, one more thing, you're, can you trust him? If you're lining up with them, I know you're you're a defensive tackle. Or you're a defensive tackle, but if you were an offensive lineman, would you trust Nate Davis on game day? Well, that, that that's up. To, he's going to prove. He's going to prove it. He's either going to prove he can be or he can't be. We'll find out starting Sunday. Yeah, I mean, I go into it with a little bit of skepticism, and I've got to go in with a blind belief. If I'm the center or the right tackle, I got to go in with a blind belief that this guy's going to prepare. Like a professional. Which That's sucks, it. because your right tackle, this will be his first professional yep. snaps. Yeah. He gets the benefit of the doubt, Nate Davis, until he proves that you can't trust him. It's a and concern then, that becomes yeah. a problem, right, Johnny? Right. It's a concern right now. If, and it doesn't. it's not a small problem if it becomes a problem. It's a major problem. Yeah. yeah. So the, uh, the, your right tackle has not taken a professional snap, and then your right guard and your center haven't taken snaps at all in the preseason. Right. And the Packers have a good defense. Yes, yes they, they do. do. They've got They've seven got or eight former first-round picks on that defense. They've got a good front seven, boys. They do. All right, boys. Have a great show. Everybody enjoy Bears, Packers, and the rest of week one. We'll be back Monday to break it all down. Waddle and Sylvie get you home next. Have a wonderful weekend, everybody. Guys, Steinhoffels is celebrating the grand opening of their Harwood Heights store by extending their biggest Labor Day sale ever. I checked out their Harwood Heights store It is magnificent. You should check it out, too. There's still time to get huge savings and hundreds of amazing deals, like a Queen Beauty Rest mattress for just $3.99. Save up to 65% on patio. Get 20% off mirrors and get 10% off lighting. Plus, get a $100 Bears Pro Shop gift card when you purchase over $29.99 and if you stop into their Harwood Heights store tomorrow noon to 1.30 guess who you're going to meet Waddle not me someone you know Danelle Wolfer Danelle Wolfer he could cover that's at the Harwood Heights store for Steinhoffels so shop Steinhoffels in store and online at Steinhoffels.com Ah, commuting in Chicago. Ah. If you're stuck, stick with Waddle and Sylvie. Weekdays 2 to 6. This is third and six. Mahomes throws the cross. It is intercepted on the deflection. Brian Graves, the rookie, ties the game. They have been excited since the day they drafted him right through the hands of Tony. An absolutely perfect throw that'll go down as an interception for Patrick Mahomes. Nine of the drop. Montgomery with some momentum to the end zone for the touchdown. David Montgomery behind the strength of the Lions. The offensive line an extra point away from the lead for Detroit here in the fourth. Not the same old Lions. The 1-0 Lions, they come in to Kansas City on opening night. 
the music got me right at the beginning there, too. You start to feel a little tingle, don't you? NBC uh, right there. It's our buddy Mike Tarico on the call. And, uh, yeah, the, it, the it Lions was win. It was odd when Chris Collinsworth introduced... Uh, Patrick Mahomes to the entire football universe and said, if you haven't, you're about to see, be introduced to Patrick Mahomes. Because, you know, there was no Travis Kelsey out there. Like, we all haven't seen Patrick Mahomes, uh, yeah. a two-time MVP, a two-time winner of the Super Bowl. And I, he played well last night. I was getting a lot of tweets saying, this is, Sylvie, this is what Mahomes, it would have been like if the Bears drafted Mahomes. Well, look, if he played like that, like, still, we would have all been in love with him. Of Come on, course. look at the way, like, there have been the tr- Trubisky truthers. Look at the way people call um, it, it Justin him. Like, if, if we would have gotten that version of the homes to start out, like, and then we would have surrounded him. Like, and yes. still, like, Alan Rob, when we got A Rob in the beginning, Alan Robinson was pretty damn good. Yes, he was. You know, they, they, it wasn't like. We we were totally bare boned with the skill guys. Right. We we had some some skill guys Last here and night, there. What you saw from Patrick Mahomes was tremendous pocket presence. He ran for a bunch of yards. He extended a bunch of plays. He was very accurate. Yeah. He, he uh, made good decisions and good reads. Yes, I get it. Guys didn't help him out. But at the end of the day, there's been no quarterback who has worn a Bears uniform that would have looked better playing for the Chiefs last night than Patrick Mahomes. That conversation, to me, is a non-starter. Right. Would you rather have Patrick Mahomes in a Bears uniform? Would you rather have had Mitch? I don't care what the supporting cast looks like. I know. Yeah. Okay, thank you. Yeah, of course. Of course. So those people, how many of those people were getting after you? No, no, no one was coming after me. They were just saying, this is what it would have been like. And I, like, again, I still thought he played great. Like, again, that interception, not on him. Like, he certainly played well enough for them to win. Of course, of course. So many, so many balls hit the receivers in the hands, and either were knocked out of their hands or they dropped it. Kadarius Tony, who did have a good Super Bowl, um, was booed last night. Yeah. The other, the other thing that um, a couple things bothered me. I've not been a Chris Collinsworth uh, detractor. I haven't either. I know I don't a lot like of people don't, don't don't like him. Maybe his best days are done. His son bothers me. His, his son creep. Not, not only does his son bother me, his son creeps me out. Really? There's something about Jack that creeps me out. Is it because there's no K on the end of his name? No, it's J A C. Just the demeanor is uh, the way he. Well, watch this next time. As oh he, no, I've seen him a bunch. And the way he the way he looks at people as they're talking to him. Very, it, it, he creeps me out a little. Bit. Really? Yeah, and he sounds too much like his old man. Oh yeah, he definitely too sounds much, like his father. Too much. And I've been accepting of sons in the past, like Jack Buck. Uh, uh, I Joe obviously Buck? love yeah. Joe. You know, uh, uh, Tom, Tom Brennan. I was a fan. You Chip know, Carey. Chip Carey. Caught out there. I was not a Chip guy, but it wasn't because he was the grandson of Harry and the son of Skip. But, like, I've not been, like, anti-nepotism if the guys have been good. Yeah. But I feel like Jack's Jack, just... Jack Collinsworth doesn't freak me out. I think Jack's just there because he's a Collinsworth. Well, that may be true, but I don't get that I'm freaked out feeling from him. I get freaked point. out by him. Okay, that's one. Number two, I saw too many Bears fans last night who were happy for the Lions. 
people, I saw a lot of people giving the attaboy to the Lions. I was okay with the Lions last year when they beat the Packers and they knocked out Aaron Rodgers from Green Bay. But now, guys, they're, they're, they're the Bears' rival. They're now a good team. It's now rooting against the Lions' time no matter how, like, the right move. Uh, I always say, I'm not going to tell you how to be a fan, but if you're a Bears fan, what's better for the Bears is that the Lions lose. Yes. You want the Lions to lose. And here's the deal. They're automatically going to have a game on the rest of the division because the rest of the division, when you play the Chiefs, you're all going to lose. I know. Like, so now I got uh, the Lions with 1-0 and against the Chiefs. We're all going to be 0-1 against the Chiefs. So all of us, last night, we went down one game, a full one game. Not a half a game, a full game because none of the teams in the NFC North are going to beat the Lions. I had a lot of Bears fan friends say, boy, Lions. I feel great for the Lions. Uh, terrific for the Lions. I'm like, last year it was fine. They were not a threat and the Bears were rebuilding. But if the Bears want to go somewhere, we're at the beginning of the season. It's time to re- We're rooting against the Lions now. It's okay to pat them on the head and give them an attaboy when you expect them to win four games. Many of us believe they're the favorite to win this division. Right. And so- the division winner may win nine. Sure. The division winner may win 10 at the most. I think all of these teams in the NFC North are capable of 7 to 10 wins. All of them. I, you would, I wouldn't be surprised if, if the, the, the seller dweller was 7 and 10 and the team that won the division was 10 and 7. I, think that, I don't think you're going to have a 3 or 4 win team this year. And I don't think you're going to have a 13 win team in this. I think it's going to be a competitive division. It's not a meat grinder. It's not one of the elite divisions. I think it's going to be very competitive, and for that reason, I'm with you. I would not be cheering on the Lions because you are going to be competing with them this yeah, year. Yeah, so like, I, let, let's get over the, oh, it's, it's a nice story. for that, Those days are done. It's time to compete. There are three teams you're competing with in this division. The Bears, as I've told you before, have lost nine straight in the division. Look, the, it's the, time to win games in the division. There's no more feel-good Lions story. I'm not feeling good for a team that resides in my division whose roster is better than mine. Right? Yeah. Like, you feel you, you're supposed to be feeling good for a team that is overachieving. And, and maybe last night in Kansas City, they overachieved to beat the Chiefs. But let's not prop up the Lions no, no. because... They may end up smacking us in the face a couple times. This Any year. takeaways for, uh, from you? And uh, we've got the injury report if you want to move to Bears-Packers. No, my takeaway is, is that this is a good Lions team. Like, I, I'm not going to sit here and overplay them. I don't believe they're a 13- or 14-win team. But they're a team that in years gone by, they were kind of a uh, – the, the, you giggled. You giggled about the Lions. And you were willing to chalk up two dubs against them every year. I, in my opinion, they're the most talented team in our division. They're really good at the line of scrimmage. Jared Goff is playing good football. Say whatever you want about him last year, 29 touchdowns, 7 interceptions. He's playing well. He, he's got a good vibe with, with their offensive coordinator. They've added some nice pieces. Look, they're, they're a talented team. They're a talented team. They don't, they, I'm with you on the, the ceiling. Like I, they don't scare me. No, Jared Goff doesn't scare me. He's still, like, good, not great. Well, how many guys in the league scare you? He can beat you. He beat you twice last year. Like, scare you? Mahomes scares me. 
Um, did they? Did he beat you? Like that's the old win with or win because of? All I know is again they they had nine wins and he threw twenty nine touchdowns and seven picks. If our guy throws twenty nine touchdowns and seven picks this year, I'll throw a party at my house. Yeah, I know he like I, I get it. Like, but again. Would you take his season as a, a Bears fan if he's your quarterback? He did if, if our guy does what he did last year. I know, but there's 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 the eye test and then there's the stats. You know what I mean? Like he's he's a caretaker of the football who still again, like coaches tell you all you need to know. You you like the coach in LA? I love the coach in LA. He told you all you needed to Absolutely. know. Absolutely. Lost he, faith in him. He he, he he said we got to the Super Bowl with him. And we can't win one with him. But that coach in L.A. is working through his own problems right Sure now. he is. Yeah, nobody is is perfect. But, I like, again, like, I don't I, – they have built the line. Like, it's, it's what the Bears are going through right now. They walk into every game knowing that that line is going to protect him. And that is awesome. Like, it's never sexy whenever you sign good linemen or draft good linemen – but you know what is sexy as hell is when you go into a game and your quarterback walks out of there protected and not pressured and, and clean. And, and it's something that like I worry about on, on Sundays. How well is the line going to play against Green Bay? You had a dream about it. I did. Um, the Bears sacked him three times last year in the two games they played. And he threw four touchdowns and no interceptions and completed 72% of his passes in each of those games. Like... I want that for my quarterback. Put whatever name on the back of his jersey. Do you want him jersey. as your quarterback? I want my quarterback to play as well as he does. Yes, yeah, you, I want my I know, quarterback to you play I, the way he does. You and I, I know, we don't see quarter. You and I are differ, differentiate the way we judge quarterbacking. Yes. You you have been a Cousins guy. I have not been a Cousins guy. I think you can win with it. Listen, it's a hard position to play and the elite guys are very few and far between. I want an elite guy. But until I get that elite guy, give me somebody who completes 67% of his passes and throws 29 touchdown passes and 7 interceptions. And I'll work with him. Right. Like again, I think a lot of it is, is protection. A lot of it is system. Uh, I think they're Ben, ben Johnson, right? Ben yes. Johnson is is one of the premier up and coming offensive coordinators who's going to be a head coach in the league one of these days. Kind of, you know, you you get the guy and just is a caretaker of the football and is a point guard and he gets it in the right hands. And to me, Jared Goff is no one that I strive for for the future of the Chicago Bears at the quarterback position. I want a caretaker who throws for 4400 yards and 29 well, touchdowns. The, the numbers are 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 good. Like I'm not I'm never going to argue with those numbers. I n- don't want Jared Goff being my quarterback. Okay. Like there are different ways to get to those numbers. Change the number on the back or the name on the back of the jersey. I just I want somebody who can perform like this. Yes, I do. I would rather have Patrick Mahomes, but he, there's only one of him. No, I know that. I know. I know. Like, I'd, I'd still rather take a lot of quarterbacks who haven't put up those numbers in the league than him, than Jared Goff. Because I think a lot of times it's the right place. Like, if you put a lot of those quarterbacks, like Brock Purdy. Would Brock Purdy in another system put up those numbers? Don't know. I've or, only seen him play nine exactly. games. Or, or, like, but again, or you can only judge him in that system. So right place right time 
And if Jared Goff is in a different place, does he put up those numbers? What if Ben Johnson had a better quarterback in that system? Well, I, I don't know about that. I mean, Ben Johnson's good. I wouldn't elevate him to Andy Reid's status right now. So, look, we can have this conversation forever. Let's just put it this way again. I don't care that it's Jared Goff. I want a quarterback who completes 65% of his passes and has a touchdown interception ratio of 2 to 1 or better. If you don't have that, you're not going to win anything in this league because it's a passing Yeah, league. the stats are great. Like again, the box scores whatever, are whatever whatever stats are and we but that's what we base stuff on. We base stuff no, on I stats. No, I know, like So so like I've said all along, the kid in Philadelphia only threw for 3,700 yards. I'd rather have him. Okay, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, I'd rather, like, you and, give me and, Jalen Hurts and he every has, day. Who had better stats, Goff or, or Jalen Hurts? Well, Jalen Hurts was, was had a better season. Of course he did. But Jalen but Hurts had, had, But you but were to, telling me about the stats. But to speak on your, in your way, Jalen Hurts had a better team around him. Right, but who would you rather have? What I would rather at this you? point right now I'd take Jalen Hurts. Of course you would. But he was second in, in the MVP voting. Like, of course I would take right. the guy That's, who finished second in the MVP My vote. eyes tell me, in my, my opinion, that Jared Goff is good. Just good. But my point about stats are this. They only take you so far. And I get that because, because Jalen Hurts completed 66% of his passes and threw 22 touchdown passes and seven interceptions. And he only threw for 3,700 yards. That's what I want. I don't care what your name is. I don't care what your name is, where you came from, and whatever it is. You have to complete 65% of your passes, and you have to have a 2-to-1 touchdown interception ratio. Whoever you are, wherever you play, whoever your coordinator is, if you can't do that, your team is not going to compete with anybody. 312-332-3776. Tom Thayer is going to join us coming up at 3 um, it's one thing that Waddle and I have never seen eye to eye on are some of these mid-tier quarterbacks. Um, and if you want to weigh in on that, be our guest. I got to tell you about the uh, Bears injury report because they did get good news. But can you count on a lot of these guys um, late in the game without a lot of reps behind them? Nate Davis was a go today after the personal day. We'll play you what Matt Eberflus had to say. A lot of that coming up next. Follow Chicago's Home for Sports on Instagram at ESPN underscore Chicago. This is Waddle and Sylvie. Listen now in HD on our app and on ESPN 1000. All right, so uh, the Bears injury report got cleaned up a little bit. And uh, nobody is uh, really of note. Um... With a designation, except a, a special teamer. Was it Dylan Cole who is listed as questionable? I believe a backup linebacker. Look, this is all good news. I think the question that all of us kind of have is, is great that you're available. Are you in good enough football shape? How many snaps are you going to be able to take? Can we count on you in crunch time in the third and fourth quarter? Here's uh, Matt Eberflus. Nate Davis was out yesterday. Because of a personal reason. Now, he was there, though. That was what Courtney's point was. The Chiefs covered a lot of practices where a player was out for personal reasons but was not in the building. Nate Davis was there. There was video showing him. There were pictures of him showing him. He was not dressed in uniform. He was, like, in shorts and Bears gear and at practice. But he was not able to practice for personal reasons. Today, he was there. 
And Eberflus painted a picture that he was ready to go. Uh, Mallor, you may have to play it on your side. I uh, you guys saw the injury report. Uh, Nate uh, Davis is back. Um, obviously, he had, uh, was listed as a personal issue uh, yesterday. Uh, he's back to full. Looks great today. And we'll move forward from there. Uh, and then how much of, uh, of Davis's absence is physical? This was uh, his response. Uh, this is the only personal one that's been, yep, yep. Yep, and the other ones have, have just been him working through some things, you know, during uh, during that time. So, like, I think there were some people who were thinking that Ryan Poles had intimated in the past that he, when he said he had been working on some things, that maybe that meant not just injuries, but Matt Eberflus today said this is the only time it was a personal matter. This is a mystery to me. I don't have any good. I don't have a good feel for all of this. I guess the best way we can judge what is going to go on this year, maybe it'll be a week to week thing. But on Sunday, if he's out there and he's playing at a high level, then fantastic. But again, like I'm just a little unsettled about you, their offensive like line. Like what we always talk about. Like what would you bet on? You know, and my like, bet. Uh, my bet would be that there's there's. It's unlikely that somebody who's only had three or four padded practices, it's unlikely that that person can play 60 or 65 snaps. Like, like what you strive for, especially with this offense, is to go down on a 12-13 play drive. And it's not going to be cool. It's, you know, it's going to be a nice day, like in the upper 70s with sun out. Yeah. Um, you know, it's not hot, hot, but it's not cool. And and can a guy like that who is not practiced at all be as good later in the game on an on an important twelve thirteen play drive? What you strive for? Um, it's a it's a really good question. And and the other issue is is he's not the only guy on that line that I'll ask that question about is Lucas Patrick because he hasn't practiced the entire preseason. Has, is he capable of doing that as well? Look, this offense. There will be some big plays. There's no question about it. But this offense is designed to run the football, to play action, to move the pocket, like, and to maul you, basically. And, and 10, 12, 13 pay, play drives, I, I think, would probably be what Luke Getzi's trying to do. We're going to possess the football. We're going to take care of the football. And we're going to wear your asses out. So that, may, that style of play may work against this team early in the season, Based on their offensive linemen who haven't had a full camp. You wonder if they do plan to rotate guards. Maybe they will. Like, like, maybe like, Feeney will get a ton of snaps. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's interesting. No one asked that question. No one asked the question of, like, like these aren't questions that were even asked of Eberflus. That would be the question that I would have for the coach. Not who's available, but how confident are you that your guys, because so many of them miss so much time, We'll be able to play 60-65 snaps. Let's ask Tom Thayer. Tom Thayer played uh, outstanding football on a Super Bowl championship team. Uh, would he trust a guy lining up next to him who has missed because of Nate Davis like this? And most of OTAs, all of OTAs, uh, most of minicamp, most of training camp, all of the preseason, 72 hours before the opener, personal reasons. Would he trust that teammate next to him in the opener? What will Tom Thayer answer that question with? Uh, he joins us coming up next.